Welcome to the SBS podcast sponsored by Zwift. It was famously used by Matt Heyman to prepare for his victory at Paris-Roubaix. You can use it too for your own goals. Visit Zwift.com to learn how to join the digital peloton today. Bonjour, 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 and uh, welcome to the Zwift Cycling Central podcast for what is going to be the last podcast of the year 2018. I'm uh, Christophe Mallet and I'm your host. Before we start, let me remind you that you can uh, download or stream or even subscribe to our podcast from our website, sbs.com.au slash central. You can, of course, listen to us on your favorite podcast platform from iTunes to Android to Google Podcast and even Spotify. And you can, of course, log a ride with our lovely friends at Zwift and stick around to the end of this podcast because we'll have a little best of, of all the laughs and a good time we had in the Tour de France this year back in July. But joining me today on this very special podcast, we've got the pleasure to got Brenton Jones uh, coming all the way from France uh, to us on the mic. Hey, Brenton. How are you going? Thanks for having me. I'm good. Uh, last time we talked was in the streets of uh, Boninion, uh, uh, you and me, and then we talked on the phone. But uh, it's been a good year for you back in France. For sure. Yeah, 11 months ago, we were on Boninion there and we were chatting about how much French I knew back then and, and what my season <laughs> so was going to be like. I'm going to try to in French. Okay. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> seriously, uh, how good was it? It was good. It was a great experience for me as a professional to develop and, and learn the the life of a pro living in Europe and not living in an English-speaking country, living in a French-speaking country. And, uh, and and to live in France, train in France, race in, in Europe, I developed and I think I matured a lot as a professional. And I think um, you know maybe the results in Europe weren't as good as what I or the team may have liked, but I still picked up three professional victories. A number of times in top five and top ten. So overall, it was a good, successful season for myself. Um, but the experience gained, I'll be able to bring that towards next year. So in terms of the, the racing, if we, so for us to understand well, mm -hmm. what's the difference in terms of level? Uh, are we talking, you know, when you compare A League and Premier League, is it is it a bit different in terms of the level of racing? It's close. It's actually it's quite funny. There's a lot of people that say how different is the World Tour to a 2.1 or 1.1 in France, and I would say it's much harder to win a 1.1 or a 2.1 in France. That is a lot more competitive by a lot of teams, a lot of smaller riders that are at that level and they're just trying to make it. But the World Tour, because it's so controlled most of the time, okay, when they put the hammer down, it is one of the hardest races ever. Like a Roubaix, let's say, it's one of the hardest races I've done. But that level at the lower level, it's so competitive with a lot of people. So it's quite difficult. The races are fast, shorter, um, and it's tough. So that's what I've learned this year, to fight harder next year to try and get those results. So let's talk about Roubaix because it's, it's uh, for me, it's the, the for a lot of people, it's the queen of the classics uh, you as an Aussie rider if you think back to the little Brenton when you were uh, a little kid <laughs> five six seven you being in that start line of Roubaix uh, how how was it how, how did you feel uh, it still gives me goosebumps right now and it's something that I'd love to go back to next year again I'm sure the team Dolco Marseille Provence will get a start again and I can't see myself being out of the the seven eight guys in that team so I'd love to be there again next year Uh, for me personally, I tried early to get in a breakaway and that was noticed by a lot of people for sure. Mm -hmm. and my directors on the radio were saying, great job, Brenton, well done, LA, LA. And it was really cool experience to look back and go, we've got a gap here. And unfortunately, Quickstep brought it back. They were adamant to keep it together another few kilometers. And then my teammate Gattis was in the break. Um, but for me next year, I think it would be conserved more at the start. I was tired. After 150 kilometers, I started to get tired. I was getting dropped from group after group. And after the first two sectors, three sectors, I was in the front group of 30, looking around going, this is quite impressive and I was pinching myself and I think next year having done that race once it's not going to be 
like a little kid in a candy store anymore. I'm going to be here to race. I know how it's happened and I'll be looking forward to finishing the race and trying to get a result in the future. And how tough is that race? It might be a stupid question, but how tough uh, is that race? When you hit the cobbles and you're trying to go 50 kilometers an hour, but the cobblestones are stopping you from going that fast, you have to put out so much power and, it, and it's about position as well. You have to be focusing on so many things and it's hard to describe. You have to go and, you have to go and be there and ride the cobbles to know how hard it is. It's, it's, it's the next level. And of course, it was an emotional race this year because uh, one of the riders died. Uh, from within, that must have been very, very tough as well for the riders. For sure. I think, um, especially the ones close to him too, I think I knew, not personally very well, but I knew a few of the guys in his team and it would have been difficult for them to, to have such a traumatic um, experience experience at the same race you know and for the riders i think um that's quite tough when it when it hits close to home like that so absolutely yeah. uh in terms of the the racing you haven't just raced in uh in europe you went to africa as well what was that what was that like yeah that was the first race of the season i missed a bongo and i hear andre grappel's going there next year to mm. to to start his season there so to challenge your uh, you to, challenge the, <laughs> to challenge the uh the jersey the green jersey and the two stage wins i wonder if grappel can pick up two but um <laughs> well, it'll be interesting to see it was a fun race it's a different country a race in a place that uh, was good to tick off the uh, the list of uh, the bucket list, I guess. But um, I'm starting uh, next year in Tour of Oman, so I won't be going to Misabongo, but Delco will be. So uh, it was a great race and, and good fun. Okay, what was the, the highlight of the year for you? We just talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not the croissant. Not oh, the, not <laughs> hey, on the on the recovery days, that was quite nice. Going for a nice baguette or going to Cassis, where the where the beach coastal town was. It's a twenty minute bike ride, and you have a croissant and a coffee, and you ride home. I think that was quite nice. So that was a good lifestyle, and it's fantastic to live overseas and in the south of France the weather's amazing it's like living in Queensland I guess except without the humidity so it's perfect climate Nixon Jersey for six months of this year I came back first time in Melbourne five weeks ago and thought what's leg warmers and what's a what's a rain jacket you know what is this so it was a nice nice experience and what, what's the planning for this year so next year so you, you probably not, don't know everything but you say mm -hmm. you start at uh, in, in Oman yes uh, and Roubaix you mentioned uh, we mentioned of Mike the Trombron Leon this race crazy race in Brittany the the, 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 the Roubaix of Brittany. How was this from the inside? Oh, that was did amazing. Did you know that race before? I did first? not know that race. And everyone said, how do you not know this race? This is the Roubaix of Brittany. And I looked it up and I thought, wow, this is amazing. I think there was an Aussie that had won in the past, whether it be Renshaw or someone, there's an Aussie that had won there in the past, and in the past 20 years. And uh, I looked it up and unfortunately I got sick the night before and woke up with a stomach bug and I didn't finish the race. But that's one I definitely want to go back to because uh, in the days leading up when we're doing the course recon, it was dirt roads, gravel, short climbs. I was rubbing my hands together going, this is like my bread and butter. And I would love to do that race again next year. I think it's the week after Roubaix. So that'll be what I'll be focusing on next year. Like I said, I start in Tour of Oman in February. Uh, before that, the summer of cycling, as many races hopefully as I can. And then after Oman, the classic start in, in March and April. So that'll be a great uh, great time to focus on them. Okay. In terms of the, the summer of cycling, what uh, what have you uh, been doing and what you've been doing in the next few months? And are we going to see you in, in Boninyong? Yes, I'll be, in, I'll be back in Boninyong. So try my luck on the climb again and, and see how we go. But I'll be starting uh, at the Bakery. Uh, in uh, the first, second, and third of, of January. So the Lexus uh, Bay Cycling Classic this year will be uh, hotly contested. I think there's 20 World Tour riders coming for the elite men. So it's going to be quite a quite a tough team there. But I'll be in the All-Stars team with guys like Luke Durbridge. So that's going to be a fantastic start. And then we'll head to Bunnyong. Um, we'll try again for the crit. Wonder if I'll make it on the podium again for the however many years in a row, uh, but we'll try and beat Caleb. I think he's a man to beat for that one again. But um, that'll be the go, and then the road race in Bunyong as always on the on the Sunday. 
Um, and following that, potentially a, a selection maybe into the Sun Tour with the Quartermento national team. I'm still waiting on this, but I'd love to have that chance to finish a stage at Warrigal, which is my hometown. Uh, they finished there on stage four, I think. Um, and then after that, wait until Oman. Okay. And then uh, Delco, in terms of the team, uh, can we see you as a wild card of the Tour de France, for example? Is that possible or not? Look, it's a possibility. They've, they've applied for the wild card. And we've got every chance to make it and, and get a possibility of, a, of having that wild card, which would be an amazing dream, um, I'm sure, for the team and, and for myself, for sure. But um, we have to wait and see. Um, not sure yet. Unfortunately, when you see a team like Fortune A sign a guy like Greipel, the Tour de France organisation is going to look to a team like that over Delco, unfortunately. But we have to wait and see. We've got a chance. Um, and I guess if we start the season strongly, you never know. I think last year they announced it in maybe February or yeah, it was it early on. It yeah. wasn't too early. But we'll wait and see for the for that wild card. Otherwise, it's a it's It's nice to be in a team that has, has put an invitation into the tour and we wait and see. Yeah, and then uh, in, in the outfit, it's a much bigger team to, to what you were before. Uh, did that change a lot? Is it different? Um, I don't think so. No? I don't think I change much. I, th I think I try and keep it the same and just keep trying to work harder and, and keep trying to improve. I think the biggest thing is having that just more opportunities, big opportunity. You, like you said, you're being in a team now that, that gets invited to Paris-Nice, gets invited to Roubaix, does uh, the European circuit. And this stuff is um, is fan fantastic for me, for my development and my career. And I think it's just keep doing the same things at a bigger level and have that bigger exposure and experience. So um, I'm quite happy at Delco. I have a good calendar again for next year. I'm happy they've allowed me to stay here in the summer to concentrate on nationals bay crits and good training in the sun, sunshine it's so that, that was very important for you for sure not just family wise but also to be part of that oh, exa scene exactly here. exactly i think um a lot of australian pros have have told me in the past i think some i talked to at the start of the year that said if you can stay in australia stay as long as you can because uh, okay it's nice in europe but it's still cold and it's not good for your health and if you can come back to europe with good good condition and good form good racing it's going to set you up well for the rest of the season Okay, but surely uh, and hopefully we'll follow you in uh, 2019. Uh, thank you for your time. And then uh, it's always been a pleasure talking to you. Wish you all the best for the festive season. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Brenton. Joining me in the studio, taking the seat of uh, Brenton Jones. It's like the musical chairs today. Uh, it's an uh, ex-professional rider and a Zwift uh, representative, Waze Salzburger. Hi, Waze, how are you? Bonjour, bonjour. Bonjour, 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 exactly. What a year for Zwift, It you can been. say. It's been, it's been huge. It's been huge. And uh, yeah, there's, there's obviously a, a lot to, to draw back on and a lot to look forward to as well. Yeah, so we, we will detail a bit what's, what's coming up. But uh, as a highlight for you uh, this year in the Zwift world, there's, there's, been, there's been quite a, a few changes, uh, but also a lot of new improvements and a and, and, and lot of exciting news. Absolutely. And you know, having, the, having the Innsbruck Worlds course um, for athletes to be able to, to ride on the course um, before uh, the event was, um, was definitely... Something, something very unique, uh, and a lot of the athletes. That um, hill, that hill at that the hill, end. <laughs> yep, yep, yeah, uh, yeah, it's, it's a bit of a leg snapper. Um, my uh, my father um, certainly uh, told me that he, he didn't enjoy that part of the course very much, but it certainly uh, certainly was. Yeah, that was that was a really good highlight. Obviously, then backing that up afterwards with the New York um, release, um, something a bit different. You know, futuristic New York. Yeah. Um, and obviously the um, you know the scenery in that around um, around Central Park is is pretty spectacular. Here. Absolutely, uh, and there's a, there's some new stuff as well coming up with some great news. With a, there's a Super League, I believe, coming up. Yeah, there's uh, the Kiss Super League, uh, which yeah, is really exciting as well to 
the racing uh, for you know e racing uh, is definitely here uh, and and it'll be a, a big part also um, in, including some of the Australian teams as well which is which is really really exciting um, to have uh, the ACA team uh, and also all of us racing take part in this Super League uh, which will include you know the team Wiggins um, and uh, and a few other well well known um, developing teams the under twenty three dimension data team will also be part of that so yeah it's a it's a great lead in um, for for athletes to be able to you know, uh, have that opportunity. It's a it's a pathway into the pro ranks. Um, yeah, there's a good link with me, and not just singling them out, but uh, there's a good link with them. Uh, Dimension Data. You were doing some really good work with them. Yeah, with well, Zwift Academy um, of having having you know uh, the I think it was five New Zealanders uh, this year mm -hmm. make the top ten. Uh, so that was that was really impressive, and also for the women's side of it, we had um, uh, actually um, a, a New Zealander win the women's side of it as well. So that was that was really really quite a highlight as well. Is it because yeah. you're both uh, coming from a, a technology background as well? So <coughs> yeah. You both are technology companies. Yes, exactly. So yeah. You speak the same language. <laughs> That's it, yeah. Uh, in the real world, I was going to say, what was your highlight in 2018? Because it's been it's been quite an interesting year for cycling, mm. uh, a year where Chris Froome did not win the Tour de France. Mm. It was, yeah, I um, definitely a, a, you know, no, no real shock there because we all knew what... Uh, what Garen Thomas was capable of. But um, you knew more than, than others because you rode with him <laughs> earlier on. <laughs> yeah, so I was I was riding uh, with him uh, in LA um, with Cameron Worth. Um, invited me along to a training training ride. Uh, it said it'd just be an easy easy ride. Uh, I think it was about four or five hours later. Um, uh -huh. And I took Kate uh, from the uh, Zwift American team with me. Um, and yeah, we were both, both leaning on each other by the end of it. We were absolutely exhausted. We went over you know 20% inclines. There was gravel sections in it. There was a couple of double punches, um, and yeah, it was it was all out a really great day. Um, and could you see earlier on that he was feeling fit he, at that stage or not? He he was uh, doing efforts, and I, I'd asked him what he'd been up to with with Cameron, and Cameron yeah. um, is probably the world's best trainer. Yeah, we we had him on a, on the Tour de France uh, coverage. Uh, yeah. Cameron is awesome. Yeah, for that sort of so thing. So Cameron doesn't leave any stone unturned. So he was doing these time trial efforts um, after doing five hour rides. Uh, he was doing these time trial efforts around. Um, I think it was up Big Bear at one stage as well, and Garen was doing these time trial efforts. He said on the back of Worthy doing these efforts and uh, and yeah, they, they were just absolutely like just going at it hammer and tong around, around uh, doing these time trial efforts. So I knew uh, from from what they were doing and the power they were putting out, it was pretty impressive. And so yeah, that definitely, uh, Cameron will definitely claim that. That set him up for yeah. the Tour de France win. <laughs> but do, do you think he was, uh, and it's maybe a stupid question, but mm. do you think he was serious from <clears throat> the beginning of the year that he yeah. potentially had a chance? And and why he wasn't, like, so the, at that time, he wasn't uh, at the training camp with everyone else. He chose to yeah. go to LA with his partner um, at the time and uh, and trained with Cameron and also uh, a little bit solo before they Cameron and him met up. Uh, so he chose to do his own thing. He didn't want to be at the tr team training camp. He wanted to really hone in um, and and do his own sort of pre preparation instead of being at a at a team training camp. Um, so but as an extra an, an expo yourself, do you think we can write we can read something? I'm a journalist, so I need mm. to to find yeah. stuff. But do you think we can read something earlier on? We could have read something in the year that 
this year he is serious about something. Yeah, I mean, him not going to that training camp and the team giving him that flexibility showed um, them backing him as well, like letting him step away and prepare his own way, um, which he he obviously felt was important. Um, And just chatting to him there when, when we were riding, um, he said, yeah, just mentally it was, it was good for him. And he said, and he can just really hone in on what he wanted to do effort wise as well. Yeah. So not a surprise injury in the end. No, in the end. Yeah. We definitely, uh, um, it was, it the, was, the mic drop was a surprise. It was, the mic <laughs> drop was definitely a surprise. No one saw that coming. Um, if we, if we project ourselves to, to next year, do you think Garen Thomas has got a chance in this world to win the Tour de France next year? Or is this pretty much locked in from Sky's point of view uh, to Chris from I think it's going to be probably locked into to Chris Froome. I think it's despite gonna, what we're hearing now, where he's, there's a bit of buzz around, where he's saying, yeah, "I we, want a shot at it." Yeah, well, we will, yeah, there's, there's a bit of journalism going on there. We don't really know, um, but I would say that they would be locking Chris back in. Um, it was it was a it was a fitting outcome um, for for this year, but I think they'll be locking Chris back in. Yeah, and and as a rider, do you think uh, Garen Thomas has got the right to be frustrated with that? Oh, I think so. Yeah, definitely. Um, for what he what he proved, you know, he's a he's a He's a Tour de France champion now, um, so that's got to change. Even though they don't, that doesn't, they people say it doesn't change you, but obviously that that's got to have some impact. He knows he's he's the best in the world, um, so yeah, it's it's hard having having two leaders or even three. They've got to back up there too. Absolutely, and backup that comes back mm-hmm. from a very big crash as well, Igor Bernard. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's quite surprising how quickly he came back. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's really something else. He's mm-hmm. a young rider. Absolutely, yeah, and th- there's there's I mean Sky Sky just seemed to. Have backup after backup. I mean, a lot of and a lot of the domestiques are you know are in their own right top ten, um, you know, Grand Tour stage. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm um, GC contenders. So yeah, they've got Plan A, Plan B, mm. Plan C, where other teams struggle to have even a Plan A. Yeah, exactly, exactly right. So yeah, it, it, they are the the force to reckon with uh, for for any team to go up against. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're with, really with the. Lineup. I've read something that they are the Barca. Of, uh, yeah. of, of, of cycling yeah. uh, coming up next year the, the Nationals as well are going to be a great opportunity to, to see some riding and if you haven't been to the Nationals in, in Boninyang I would stress uh, that it's uh, wherever you are in the world but if you're around Melbourne uh, it's, it's only a short drive away uh, you guys are doing some stuff as well it's, it's a great time for, for cycling for e-cycling for, for the world of, of cycling absolutely yeah and, and Boninyang uh, is, is, is now cemented in everyone's, uh, everyone's love, calendar for place. January, uh, I'm going to be controversial, but I love that place. Yeah, I like we go yeah. back every year. It's uh, yeah, it do, it does offer a lot, and uh, it does keep drawing people back, and it is it is growing uh, with the amount of people that are, that are heading out each year and really making a weekend of it. And I guess the the Cycling Australia have changed up the format of that as well um, to probably try and uh, keep people around more for the weekend. Uh, with not having the time trial first anymore, they're having that towards the end. So we'll have a criterium on the Friday night, um, and then followed by the the under twenty three uh, men's uh, road race on the Saturday, and then followed by the women and uh, men's on the Sunday. But on the Friday night, we'll be uh, we'll be having a e criterium national championship. Okay. So with that, um, Cycling Australia are, are working with us um, to have an actual um, e-racing national championships. So they'll be they'll be racing. Uh, people will be racing live um, at the national championships at a venue. Can anyone have a crack at it? Also. Yes. So that's the thing. Like we're having it live at a venue, and but we'll also have uh, anyone that, that um, can race from home as well. So uh, it, I think we'll. Uh, I think we'll. Last time we, we ran a sort of similar style event to this, we had about 150-odd people racing okay. it. 
so there will be some um, protocols there to, um, you know, a lot of people obviously um, are wondering about how that will be sanctioned and, and et cetera. So there'll be some parameters there. Um, your heart rate monitors have to be worn and also uh, a third party uh, Zwift Power, um, which which does some data crunching, sort of like your Zara of Zwift anti-doping. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then obviously you have to have files to back that up of previous. Um, yeah, you can't just come out yeah, from nowhere. Uh, yeah, mm. so previous data files. Um, so yeah, we we we're we're confident we can um we can make sure that um we have the have the right outcome, um with that. So the the uh, winner of that race uh, obviously will have to have to wait until that's officially officially um, sanctioned. Uh, then the plan is to have the actual uh, winner on the Sunday presented um, okay. with a with a men and women's um, presentation. With a jersey as well. Oh. Yeah, so it's going to be a jersey um, and also a medal as well. So, so where is it exactly? Because I know it's on the, the Zwift platform. It's online. Mm -hmm. uh, but if I physically want to to see it and physically want to be there, where is it? So it's at the Mitchell and Harris Wine. So it's just off the top of the circuit. Um, so a short stroll down the street from the actual um, Criterium um, National Criterium Circuit. And in terms of, uh, is it is it before the race, after the race? When is it? So it'll be it'll be directly after the the podium of the race. And I think at this stage the podium's meant to roughly finish around seven thirty, uh, and then the racing will kick off at eight o'clock, eight o'clock sharp um, for men and women. So just the time to uh, to make the short walk. Exactly. Okay. Cool. That's yeah. that's uh, really a move where uh, e-sport is moving into the sport. You exactly. Know, we're dropping so, the e in front of the yeah of, with the e-sport. E yeah, with e-sports and the e-racing and you know with the Kiss League and having the other two Australian teams. I guess uh, the British Cycling have also announced uh, they're doing something similar, but we've beat them to it, which is great. Yeah, that's so good. <laughs> uh, one last question: Your next professional rider. It's the festive season. I'm only dreaming of a very juicy turkey, uh, and I know you're a vegan, so you're not. <laughs> Uh, but if you're if you're a rider, uh, there's a, I mean there's life as well outside mm -hmm. riding. How yeah. do you, how do you go through this? It must be terrible. It must be hard. You you probably need to have a lot of focus to not actually indulge too much and yeah. carry carrying those extra pounds in January. Well, in in January, uh, yeah, obviously uh, with the summer of cycling upon us, um, yeah, that is in the back of everyone's mind. Especially bunny on circuit, you'll Absolutely. certainly know if you had the second serve at, <laughs> at, at Christmas if you go around that circuit. Yeah, um, it's that early as well, like early January. It's, yeah, it it's is, coming it is. just from the corner. It is, and it's a little bit earlier this year with Baykrits uh, kicking it off uh, on New Year's and then leading straight into um, to the to the criteria. National Championships on the fourth, uh, so yeah, people will will have to uh, have to really keep, keep keep an eye on that. And I guess the best way moving forward on that is just to uh, make sure you only have uh, two serves, not three. <laughs> <laughs> That's my advice. You, you can go for one extra, <laughs> yeah, one extra, and go, go three. Wes, it's been lovely to have you uh, all around the year in uh, dropping into this podcast, and I uh, wish you the, the best festive season for for this year. Thanks, Christoph. It's been a pleasure, and looking forward to next year. Cheers. Thank you, Wes. And, uh, and as promised, uh, it's time now to have a, a bit of a look back on uh, what's been happening this year on this podcast and what a year we had. It was fun. Bonjour, bonjour, bonjour. I know, I forgot. <laughs> that's your that's your title. I've stolen I forgot. it. I forgot. And my French is terrible, but no, I am excited to be back here, Christophe. I'm so happy that you're back uh, with us again this year. And of course, the podcast, the Zwift podcast. Firstly, 
I mean, how was your drive from Moscow? You've come straight from the World Cup in the louder. Drive straight across. I mean, gee, that's a that's a tough, tough drive. It's a bit worse. I, I took our good old uh, French national airline, not just the drive, <laughs> but uh, that's a different story. Uh, look, Moscow was awesome, uh, but I'm so glad to be back part on, on cycling. I've been aging. Uh, to do it for, for quite a while. As you know, this is my passion. So uh, I reckon we're going to have an awesome tour and it's shaping up to be quite an interesting tour for us, but also for, for the public. Yeah, Robbie McEwen just uh, popped in into the podcast. Hey, Robbie, how are you? Yeah, great, great. Uh, important day for, uh, for the winner today because first edge, we said with Mike, first tour, first edge, first win. What was it for you when you won that first edge and what is it going into, the, into his head? Well, for me, when I won my first one was a huge stress relief because it took me three editions of the tour and the last day of the third one to finally win a stage. But I think for Gaviria, this is his first tour, first day, and he, he wins, takes yellow. He's, he's got the whole the whole collection on, on day one. But for him, you could see how much it meant. He just couldn't stop smiling. And he, he said it's like a, for any cyclist, a dream come true. And he said he was struggling to find the words to, to explain how it felt. And that, that is what you feel like you're such a huge relief uh, going in whether it's your first tour your fourth tour you haven't won yet there's always that pressure you have on yourself knowing you might be favorite even if you're not but getting it is just the the, the happiness it just keeps coming in waves wave after wave you just sort of keep reliving that moment over and over i'm sure he'll go and watch the replay a uh, hundred times like i did back in the day Hey, Maka, look who's uh, coming around. Uh, the legend, the legend that is one of Australia's favourite sons, Jens Voigt. I think I can say that, can't I? We claim you a lot, don't we? I was going to say the man, the legend. Well, whatever, it all sounds good to me. <laughs> so I'm happy to be here, my friends. Cholet is uh, a place where I believe you won here on the Grand Prix Cholet. This man didn't. How mean is that? Do, we, do you have to remind him of that? You did actually last, you did yesterday. You, you remind the I listeners you did it. Yes, of course. But tell us about it, Jens, because you've got great memories here, haven't you? I did. It was um, one of the uh, cold, rainy days in the spring, and uh, we managed, uh, yeah, get away in the end. And uh, I could win the race, my first win of the season that year. And yeah, I remember it. Um, you know, this one, like, two or three seconds, you know you got to win. Nobody else is close enough to get catch you anymore. So you know you're going to win. At this moment, we're just rolling across the line. You go, yes, I got this. Before all the crowd and the fans and the friends, like, crash on you, this precious little moment where you're all alone with yourself. You got, like, zen, inner peace with yourself. These are the moments you train and work all year long. I, I cannot believe you ha ever have zen. You're too hyper to have zen. In. Come on. Oh, I am. I am. Uh, um, I do have these moments. So um, um, according to my wife, sometimes she would call me a sleeping tablet. <laughs> no way. I do not believe that. <laughs> you caught up with your best buddy. And by the way, I thought I was your best buddy. You caught up with your best buddy. You've got like three or four best buddies. But do you, I'm not sure if you know, in Australia, we have one best buddy. So you catch up with him in Honesty. And the picture you sent us when you didn't join us was uh, for dinner was in Lake Honesty, <laughs> I know. half naked, giving us thumbs up like, sorry, I had a better offer. Absolutely. And I'm not even ashamed of it. I'm not even ashamed of it. <laughs> no, you shouldn't be. I wish I'd joined you. Marcus, I think, is that Alberto Contador over there? It is, it is. Come on, get the mic. Run, 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 run. All right, I'm gone. 
Alberto, you're almost more famous now that you've retired. It's crazy. <laughs> oh, bueno. no, it's incredible here, no? the, the, the people, the, the support uh, uh, to me. The, the last year it was incredible here and also in the rest of the world, also in the Giro and the Vuelta. And yeah, it's always a, a pleasure uh, to be here. No? Is it strange for you to be back at the Tour de France for the first time not on the bike? Yes, it's, uh, it's <laughs> incredible. It's very different. No? When I'm here with Eurosport and uh, when Eurosport gave me the accreditation and put TV, Alberto Contador TV. I need to look maybe minimum five, six times for look at TV, TV. It's not cyclist, no professional <laughs> cyclist. But okay, it's the world, no? the final, uh, yeah, it's the evolution. <laughs> and uh, I saw last night you caught up, of course, with Juan Antonio and Robbie McEwen. Uh, not so much a rival of yours, but on the bike, you were competitors and now you're friends. Yeah, we are friends and uh, with Flecha, uh, the relation is incredible. And uh, with Robbie also, I saw yesterday also night, uh, uh, well, and for sure I will, I will be with him uh, for sure, I think, at the Tour de Flander. And uh, yeah, at the final you, you can be here with the, with the other uh, friends of the, of the band, also the different generations. Good stuff, I'll let you go. Thanks for your time. Thanks to you. Ciao. Cheers. Thank you. Right, okay, let's do this. Cheers. Because I think we deserve one. We had 20 plus podcasts by wind, heat, and all in time on the deadline by 7.30 every day. We did. I actually thought you were going to say we had 20 plus beers. And I was like, no, don't, don't say that. <laughs> no, we did. And look, a big well done to you. Um, you know I've sung your praises, but I mean it. You, you've done a fantastic job. And I hope the listeners have enjoyed it. I think they have because... We've had more listeners this year, so I'm so happy to be a part of it. And it's a new thing for me because I've, I've come into the sport uh, or, or stepped out of cycling as an athlete and into the TV and media side, but I've never really done a podcast. So it's been good. We're two years in and we're, we're hitting our straps, aren't we? Aren't we? The sky, sky's the limit. Yeah, and you know what, uh, before we go, and, uh, and uh, we had a big thumbs up from Stuart O'Grady because he actually listened to the podcast and he said to me, I'm going to subscribe because this is actually brilliant. For, for me, there you go. I'm not going to say job done. That's a big, big price from, from a great man. Stuart, really? Are you serious? Wow, that is awesome. No, he is, uh, he's a great guy, Stewie. And, um, you know, for a guy who's done so many Tour de France's and had so much success, I mean, when he listens to it, Come on, peeps, get on board, get on board. And tell your friends. Uh, I guess we do that, uh, well, we've got two weeks off and then uh, we do that, uh, that again. We will do it all again. Looking forward to it. Absolutely. Uh, that was the Zwift Cycling Central podcast. Uh, remember, you can uh, download or look back uh, or listen back to all these podcasts on our website or schedule a ride or check out the rides on our lovely friends at Zwift.com. Thank you, Maka. And uh, you deserve a break. We'll see you in about two weeks. Definitely. Don't, you won't hear, see or anything from me for two weeks. shout out from our sponsor before we go if you're looking for a new way to ride without traffic or punches getting in your way hop on zwift 
We use it. Your cycling buddies probably use it. And the pros, they definitely use it. Zwift turned indoor training into a full-on gaming experience. Connect your PC, Mac, or Apple device, and you'll pedal with thousands of cyclists around the world. And there's a good chance you'll see a pro on there too. Loads of them are on Zwift on their rest days, riding around Wattopia. Give them a ride on if you see them. If you've got a trainer, start your free trial on Zwift.com.